I'm Carrie Brett, and this is Shot at Love. Today's guest is business coach Michelle Oliver, who's backed by popular demand to help you revision your dating life in 2022. Are you clear on the type of love interest you'd like to manifest this year? Or is it time for a clean slate or a rewrite? In this week's episode, Michelle will help you reimagine your future by using tools like clarity, focus, and the language of love. Why it's time to ditch limiting thoughts that are holding you back while showing us how dating can be easy, lucrative, and fun. And it only takes simple shifts in energy and attitude. When we come back, Michelle will discuss why dating doesn't need to take a great deal of concentrated effort and why we don't need to pull out all the stops to pull in that perfect partner. You won't want to miss it, so stay tuned. Through business strategy and mindset shifts, Michelle Oliver helps women in their 40s and 50s build the business of their dreams and the life they love. Using tools like revisioning and revising to help women increase awareness and alter their self-concept so they can be the women they want to be. She also helps women discover what's held them back and how to overcome limitations while building a new relationship with themselves. Today, Michelle will help us clarify the values we're looking for in a partner while defining exactly what we want for our life in this new year. So without further ado, welcome Michelle Oliver. Hello, Carrie. It is wonderful to be back. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm so excited about this topic, revisioning your life. So we're halfway through January, and at this point, the data proves that most of us have already given up on our New Year resolutions. I think by January 15th, people have already quit those resolutions. And you believe there's an easier way to achieve your goals, and I believe that you have a magic wand. So let's start from the beginning. How did you first learn how to work energy to manifest the things that you want in your life? Um, through pain, I think. <laughs> yeah, that would so, make sense. Yes, I think we learn that way. And um, honestly, I think we hit these, we hit these walls where we have, we're forced either to move forward through pain being pushed out of our comfort zone, or we select with clarity a future that we are really excited about, that we, even if we can't really believe it, we want to believe it. It's the magic wand you're talking about. And then we are pulled towards our future. So in my experience, you're either going to be pushed out of where you are, or you're going to allow yourself to be pulled to a, a more expansive version of yourself in your life. And I think we tend to want to stay. I mean, this is just human nature, right? We stay, we call it being stuck, but it's really just kind of wallowing in what we think is real. Like you look around your world and you think all these circumstances and conditions that I'm in are controlling me and restricting me when in fact most of that energy and it's about thoughts and feelings inside of your mind. There's a saying that I was thinking about this morning that says, leave the mirror and change your face. 
So when you keep looking in the mirror and you don't like what you see, you just want to smash the mirror. And that is not the effective way to move forward. It's about changing the way you are perceiving what's going on in your world. So I think we can keep beating our head against the mirror and nothing changes until you learn to take responsibility and change the way you're thinking and feeling about what's going on. Right. You talk about this mirror, and I think this is interesting, and you feel like if we just thought we were the bomb, things would be a lot better, but we don't. We don't feel that way. We, we constantly criticize ourselves, and we talk negatively, and that negative self-talk really can be detrimental in your dating success. And you've done a lot of work around managing negative self-talk, especially Mm -hmm. when it comes to building a business. And and you help Mm -hmm. your clients work through these limiting beliefs that hold them back. And words Mm -hmm. words are super powerful. And the words that you use around dating or how successful you are at online dating are directly linked to your mindset, attitude, and language. So let's talk about this language of finding love. You brought this to my attention, actually, yesterday in in one of your awesome clubhouse rooms. I love that the, the conversation is going in this direction, and you just shared so much. There's so many pathways we could follow, but language really fits into this idea of revising your life, right? And your life includes everything, your business, your relationships, all of these things. So the concept of revision is about if you're writing a book and you go back, you know, you write the first draft and then you take another look at it. And often there's this option to just trash it and rewrite, but more valuable is the idea of revising it, right? So you're really you're shifting the words around. I mean, we've all been through this a million times. You change the words, you change the order, you keep what you like and you let go of the rest. And that's when it really starts to shine. That's where the beauty and the, you know, the gem reveals itself. You get rid of all the dust and the dirt. So for women who are over 40, 50, I don't care how old you are, really. It's, it's looking you have to start with self-awareness, right? You have to write the draft. So the draft is there. And then you step back. Stepping back is the self-awareness, which just means you're kind of opening your view to the horizon instead of being so focused on what has happened in the past or the way things look in your life right now. So language is really important because you're going to go back in and, and put new words in to replace the ones that have produced what you already have. And around dating, I just don't see it any differently than any other relationship, to be honest, because I think we bring a lot of baggage. We bring these patterns and frameworks of what has been. And if you have been in a long-term relationship and all of a sudden you find yourself dating, which is often what happens after you're 40 or 50 or 60 or 70. And there you sit with this, <laughs> these patterns and ideas and frameworks for what dating is. But I would like to propose 
that you don't even have to start there. You can just step in to this new this new landscape and make it what you want. Don't bring in the language of the past to create the future. How can that even work? And one of the things that has really I've been aware of in this space is that the language of midlife, I, I, it cracks me up that people say, I'm aging backwards. I mean, there's a hashtag aging backwards. Well, what the heck does that mean? Like, I don't want to age in any direction. Why don't I just exist as who I am and create what I want that to be? So I think that we have an opportunity to create the language that we desire to support the end objective and if that is getting married, if that is, you know, dating a, a lot of people to learn, whatever that is, we have the ability, actually, we have the responsibility to create our our own language for the future that we desire to create. Right. Well, uh, this is really great, powerful stuff. And you talk about writing this chapter or rewriting this chapter and keep the things you want to keep or going back to the drawing board and revise or reframe some things. And people definitely, I work with people around this all day long. And people just go, I don't understand it. Like they just put up with certain partners that are so much work and the patterns aren't going to change. I, I just see so many blocks and so many limiting beliefs all the time. And if they just reframed it, let's just say like the dating horror stories or things not working out or the baggage from the past. Well, it happened, but you don't need to focus on it. You can reframe that horror story as something that's funny and inspirational and that won't happen again. And so you can laugh your way through it and you can have fun and it doesn't need to be this tedious, horrible thing. And it's all how you look at it and all what you want it to be. And it really comes down to reframing, revisioning your mindset and, and the words and your attitude. I think when you can have this positive attitude and have fun, the energetic changes around dating and, and also business. And you're really mm -hmm. good at playing with energy. It's like one of your superpowers, I think. Well, I think if it's okay, I'd like to step back into what you were speaking to a few minutes ago, which is the looking in the mirror, because I do think it starts with our self-concept. So for example, regarding dating, when I started dating, I was 54 years old and I had not quote unquote dated since I was 17. So I stepped into this new world and initially I was learning about who I was based on how people treated me, based on externally what was happening. I didn't, I didn't understand it. You know, you don't know what's going, you don't even know what you're dealing with. It's crazy. So it does take courage to step into something new like that. And, it, and what I learned very quickly was how I present, and this is true in business as well, right? And that's another, I don't want to get sidetracked here, but so 
what I learned very quickly was when I determine how I present myself, the reactions are very different. And when you step into something with clarity about what you want, people treat you differently. And you tend to be responsive. You're taking res- your, your ability to respond is much greater rather than reacting to, oh, wow, these guys like me or whatever. You know, I'm going to go waste my time here and here and here because you haven't taken responsibility for what you want and then taken the authority and the, the, to me, this is all about energy. So you're really just stepping into this. You can feel it when you talk about it, right? It, there's more energy in a word, the word clarity than confusion, <laughs> for example. So you're just, you're choosing what you want to do with your body, your thoughts, your intentions, and then everything around you will help assist you to move in that direction. And, but when our concept of ourself, and this is what I see with women in business every day of the week, I'd be curious to see what, if this is true for you with dating as well. But often I'm meeting with women who have decades of talent, skill, ability. They have a portfolio, so to speak, or a resume that is quite remarkable, but they don't perceive it that way. They they still are looking around for permission, often from people who are much, much younger, um, to move forward in business and to charge what they are really worth. So until and unless they give that permission to themselves, they will not command it from others. And we have the freedom to be as valuable as we want to be. And I think this is true in dating as well. Yeah, no, it's true. It's all about worthiness. So if you value your time, we spoke earlier before we started taping. You're like, we got to get to this because I have another meeting. You have a way of holding your value because you're successful in business. And the time that you're giving me, I appreciate, but it's all how you carry yourself in business and it goes into your dating life. It really does. You can't just hand your power over to somebody else. And it's a, it's a common thing that women do. And again, it's like what you said, you look in the mirror and what are you gonna tolerate? This is a new year. What do you want? Are you clear about what you want to pull in? And I think it's true. It has to do with clarity. I think it has to do with worthiness, self-concept. I love that. This year, I feel like we need to be really dialed in and focused. And, and that means focused on the people that we're spending time with, focusing on decluttering our lives and removing things that aren't working for us and getting clear about what we want to create for this upcoming year. What advice would you have around focus and commitment and how those things work hand in hand with manifestation? Yes, so when I I do want to bring in this Mary, I don't know why I'm going to say Mary Poppins, I'm like this element of fun, okay? Because the energy, if you think about if you just allow yourself to be a child when you're deciding what you want, 
and you remember that childlike spirit, the childlike energy that allows you to pull in the prince. You know, okay, so you've been living with whoever. Like, I, I speak with women all the time who the the their husband left them for another woman. They everyone's been through some version of trauma. So are you going to choose to be the product of the trauma you've experienced or are you going to allow yourself, and I'm not discounting trauma, okay, I understand this, I'm not saying just magically step out of it, do whatever you have to do to do that. But at the end of the day, it is your choice to determine which direction your your emotions go in. You actually can determine that. It's energy. So. If you can allow yourself into that dreamy space, then there is a prince for you somewhere in some form. And if you can allow yourself to believe that every action, every thought, every feeling you take is going to move you towards that. So decide what you value and if you value, I mean, we were talking about the acronym ELF that comes from strategic coach. I have to give credit to uh, Joe Polish and everyone in uh, Genius Network for that. But they approach business with this acronym ELF, easy, lucrative, and fun. And even when you hear that, you it gives you, it empowers you because you then have a decision to make. How much fun and how much ease do I want to pour into this experience of dating and business? I mean, if you're building your own business and you are building your own life as your business, your business should be built around your life, not the other way. You can do it that way. Everyone you meet, you can have a fun experience with them. And it can be simple. And that is what ease is, right? Easy. It's just organically you, but most people don't want to take the responsibility to do that. They, because they're so conditioned, oh my gosh, I'm going to go dating. No, no, there's all these people. I mean, we heard it yesterday, the language, right? So I haven't dated in however many years and all the guys are either like they're rejects and I mean listen to what you're saying to yourself right, right. you're choosing a path what if you said every person I meet is a link to my prince he may not be the prince or whoever you want a king you know whatever you want a bad boy whatever you want take it I don't want a bad boy I'm just joking. I'm sorry. But but it's so true. Like we had someone in the room and she was 70 and she said, oh, men my age only want a nurse or a purse. And I was cracking up so hard. But I'm like, that's such an old school mentality. Yeah. That's not true. No. People would say that, but that is certainly not true. And people are having careers and killing it in their 70s. It's yep. true. My dad, he can shoot circles around me. He has so much energy. And so it is around your mindset. And I work and I love my career. I love my photography and I love my podcast. And it's so funny. I was talking, I was texting to my next guest and I said, oh, let's do it on Monday. And then I wrote back, oh, I'm sorry, it's a holiday. And he said, I work every day. And I wrote back, I haven't taken a day off since 1997. And he started laughing. But to me, I don't work a day in my life because I enjoy 
every moment of everything that I do. So I think this ELF principle or this ELF technique is a good one around dating because break it down again, lucrative. Easy. Oh yeah. Easy, 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 lucrative and fun. And lucrative could be, I mean, in business we're thinking of, you know, profit, revenue, money, but it can also, prosperity comes in all forms. Absolutely. It can, relationships are currency, social currency, right? We talk about that a lot in the digital marketing world. So if you just approach every relationship as, I mean, I like just meeting people anywhere. I think, I, you know, when you talk to your waiter or you talk to whoever and whatever, you just never know and you seek to to look for the gold everywhere, not selfishly, but what is the gold that we can share in this interaction? When you're dating, you just never know who that person might know or what you might share. Like we've talked about this before, it could turn into like a friendship or a business interaction, but it's, it's about expanding your mind to possibility rather than limiting yourself to some concept and everybody's going to support you when, when someone, when the, that woman said every man, my age, either wants a nurse or a, what was it? A A purse, a purse purse (laughs) or a nurse, you know, what you're doing is you are allowing negative concepts to control your possibility. So don't do that. Right. I mean, why would we do that? Especially if you think you're running out of time and you've got a fire under you, why not why not decide what you want? And again to that self-concept, why not be who you really are capable of being rather than limiting yourself to someone that is fighting off weird people? Like don't be that. Right, right. No, come from this expansive mindset and use that easy lucrative fun mentality channel Mm -hmm. your buddy the elf and use that right (laughs) think about buddy the elf like every day's Mm -hmm. fun every day's you know where's santa type of thing i love that and you mentioned that childlike energy anything's possible when you're a child you don't have living beliefs you Mm -hmm. don't so i i just think it's really important to have this expansive mindset Get your attitude in check when dating and be on a quest to rediscover the fun you can have in dating rather than, oh, I'm just not about this. I don't want to, I'm not up for this. Like already you're setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. And, and where is the fulcrum of control? You know, I used to see this a lot in parenting when I had young kids and I homeschooled them and I had a preschool and I built schools and that was like my life. And it's no, it's really your attitude towards your life. You learn, like I learned very early on how to solve these child issues that would come up by shifting the focus and attention. We just nature is the healer, right? You just dump your kids out in the field for an hour and you go play. Play solves everything. You can do 20 minutes. uh, We would do 20 minutes of homeschool and then 20 minutes of play. And that's, you learn, your best ideas come out when you play. You learn 
more readily when you are in the play zone. It's like getting into the flow. It's a high performance athletic <laughs> trick, right? They know it. So why not apply that to business and dating? Why not allow yourself to play? And when you are in play mode, it's very contagious. So you can revise the way another human being is interacting with you. If you go on a weird date and it feels awful and you just want to, you know, I'm not saying there are not some that you probably would want to leave. I don't know. But for the most part, you can influence other people's attitudes by your own because it's energy. It, they, you will lift them up with your optimism and your lack of fear. Just if you want to think of it in terms of letting go, there are, I mean, you can either be pulled or leave something, right? You're not going to stay static. So I also often think about who do you want to be? If you're, I just said this in a video yesterday, if you want to be a butterfly, you're going to have to leave the cocoon. If you want to be a beautiful bird, you will have to leave the egg, you know, whatever you want to be, there's something you're going to have to let go of. And usually it's some weird self-concept that you've tied yourself to. So yeah, sure. let go, move forward, have fun, play. I like yeah. that. No, it's true. <laughs> so you come, everything that you do, you come from this place of trust, fun, flow, receiving versus coming from a place of just trying to survive or a lack-minded mentality. And you have this wisdom. You gave an example yesterday of being a master at martial art. And when you mm -hmm. become a master and you gain that knowledge and that experience, you don't have to put the same energy in to get the results you want. And I think... Mm, that's I, wise, actually. True. You said it. <laughs> okay, well, it's... Okay. It's, that's the truth. Go ahead. I didn't mean to speak over you. No, no. So <laughs> we both are talking about how we've, we've really moved away from the hustle culture that we, mm -hmm. that we survived in and supported us. But the hustle culture is in the way. And I think that does come with age. And you've mentioned before that you've lived and breathed Grant Cardone, which, you know, we love him. But Instead of surrounding ourselves by, by people who use words like slay, crushing it, you just believe that there's a different way, like the hustle doesn't need to happen. And it doesn't need to require this great deal of struggle or concentrated effort. What I think is you don't well, have to pull out all the stops to make something happen in the world of mm -hmm. online dating. Mm -hmm. If you come from this place of trust, and have this energetic that is just easy and fun around finding love, then you'll show up more gracefully and things will line up a lot easier for you. How great would it be to find the love of your life, the man of your dreams? 
Do you believe online dating would work if you had the right tools to be successful? Well, I have exciting news. I've created your best shot at love masterclass. I cannot wait to share with you what's worked for me in my life and for many of my clients that have helped over the years. If you enroll in this class, you have a winning mindset and believe in getting help before you start something new. If you're ready to see changes in your dating life and want to take action, check out my free webinar at shotatlove.co. If you decide you're going to choose another path, that you're worth it and you're willing to enroll in the masterclass, you can also register at shotatlove.co. I designed this masterclass specifically for you to be successful. Please know that everything you're going to learn in these nine modules and six coaching calls has been carefully curated for you so you can gain the success you truly want. I will be there for you the whole time. In the meantime, I wish you all the success and I can't wait to hear about your story of finding love. I'm Carrie Brett and I will be your mentor and friend through this incredible journey. Carrie, this is a very emotional, deep thing for me, this this portion of the conversation. I actually have written about this, um, and let me see if I can articulate this <laughs> with clarity. I truly believe it all comes back to value. So I will say that... Throughout my life, I was constantly told how much potential I had and how I was natural at this and natural at that and natural at the other thing. And there's something perhaps in human nature that when something comes easily to you, rather than moving into that, maybe it's conditioning, we take the other the other path where we have to work hard at something. And that was definitely ingrained in my, I mean, it's an American thing. Like my father came from the Ukraine and, and, you know, you all, you hear the stories, right? Like he was a, a, a rags to riches phenomenon and um, all those stories of suffering, so definitely suffering and struggle and working hard and putting out effort and proving your worth, all of that was definitely ingrained in my cells. <laughs> yeah. So I do remember um, at one point, I mean, I've been through a lot of different things, but at one point when I lost a business I really loved and I, I was terrified, had my back against the wall and really wasn't sure what to do. I, that's when I got, really got into Grant Cardone. I was listening to him hours a day. He and Jordan Belfort. <laughs> so I literally had whiteboards against the wall with all the outlines and how to loop and how to do the sales conversations and, you know, kept kept trying to master all this hustle, walk in, overpower everyone, you know, control the conversation more numbers, 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 and all this. And then what I realized was I started tracking stuff. Well, what's working, what's not? And and the truth about women, I believe, is we, I don't want to say can bypass the hustle culture, but 
there's a there's going to be new language for all of this because the reason I can sell so well is because I'm a woman, <laughs> not in that way. Like I go in and wear a short skirt or something like some guy is going to interpret it that way. But it's really, it's listening. It's being a good communicator. And it is all of those innate skills and abilities that we have. So that's when you're in flow with your strengths that you produce the end result. And I may be going off topic here a little bit, but I think because had I just said, okay, my intuition is right, I never would have lost my business because I looked outside of myself. I did because I didn't own my own value. I spent months learning all these male approaches to selling. When I finally gave up, I started making more money than I had in a year in a month because I trusted myself and valued my instincts. So this is why I say it's self-concept and value. Even if you stumble around with techniques and you're innately who you are, when you value that and trust yourself, your results will be better and will lead you towards what you need to learn. Yeah, I so, love it. it's true. I think about the Ukraine and I grew up with Irish immigrant mentality, so work hard, work hard. Well, it could be snowing, thank God you have shoes. Whatever the saying every day was that I grew up with. And I can remember, I could shoot covers easily, and I could shoot them very fast, because I could just see people clearly for, for who they were, and then I could take my, put my take on it pretty quickly. It's one of my gifts. And... But I would prepare and research and make myself crazy and put all this stress on myself. And finally, my art director, and it was like after decades of working under him, he said, you know, I don't understand why you can't just accept that you know how to do this easily yeah. and naturally. You don't need to do all this stuff. It's almost like mm. you punish yourself for a mm -hmm. skill that you just naturally have. Yes. And it was really yes. interesting for him Crazy. to say that. Like, he's like, we don't want to give you our direction. None of us <laughs> do. Like, we want you to just go do your thing and bring it back. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. and so I think that's why I worked there for so long, because they did trust in my abilities. And I knew that I could do that. That was something mm -hmm. I could do really easily. And I think you have to trust in your abilities and the things you're good at and be yourself. And you talk about building relationships and is all about relationships when building a business. And, and you always say that success is only one more conversation away. And, and yes. I love that. And, and that's one of your golden rules. And I think if people looked at each and every conversation in online dating, like they heard or had a conversation around a sales pitch or a sales conversation about a new product or the limitless potential of this new venture. We really need to do that with these conversations when dating. And I think if you did, and people looked at it that way, the success rate would go up. What do you think about that? You know, what I think about that is when I started dating, you're learn you are learning initially new, new language again. We're coming back to this, right? The, I'd never even heard of the word ghosting. That was so weird to me. Like that, why would you just 
disappear from someone's life. To me, that was just not courteous human basic behavior. And But like with anything, you just learn that everything is information. So what I think is quit. When, when you get to a point where you understand that you don't have to personalize everything that happens in your life, you are not, then you have the ability to, to no longer respond or react like a victim. So I think when, when you're meeting with these people, um, these are human beings, <laughs> and that means that there are places that we can connect and expand. Again, I just think it comes back to to your fulcrum of control, your perception of how much freedom you have. So everything you approach, you the energy that you approach it with goes before you. People feel it whether they know it or not. And so even when I used to get, I used to think, oh my God, here I go. Like I've got to put on makeup. I got to put, I got to get dressed. This is like another job. I'm going to this date, you know, why am I doing this? And then I thought, okay, why am I doing this? I'm doing this because I want to expand my world and my life. So you, you just have to reframe everything, change who you are. That's what you have control over. And then look at the magic of how that informs everything else. And those people are showing up, most of them, in fear. And they don't know what the heck they're doing either. So give them a, give them a break. Like, give, Err on the side of, I, what, if, what if something amazing happened? What if while you're on a date with someone else, the right person walks into the room and, you know, some uh, romantic comedy thing happens? Like, quit limiting yourself in your head and see what the world shows back to you. I love that. It's true. You talk about having this open door that mm-hmm. acts like a portal to the next big thing or the next possibility as far as relationships. And I think it's because you're optimistic and available to what is possible. And being available and optimistic is an energy. And that's mm-hmm. something that you master. And I think everybody can learn from that as far as business or in dating. You have to interpret the information that's coming towards you instead of, instead of react to it. Do you know what I mean? It's like this idea in business that everything, and again, it goes back, everything is integrated. So it goes back to parenting. (laughs) Every business is like a baby. So when the baby's acting bad, you don't throw it out the window, right? You find ways to nurture your business in a new way. You become a better parent in order to meet the needs of the child. You become a better business owner to meet the needs of your business. You become a better human <laughs> to to have better relationships with people. It's not, I mean, and and I'm again, I have to have a disclaimer regarding trauma and abuse and everything. I've been through this. Almost everyone has been through this at some level. And I'm not discounting anyone's pain or trauma. And there are oftentimes that you should leave. I, sh- I 
I say, I, you know, who knows, whatever, but you can't go backwards, but you can revise what happened in your mind to saying, you know, whatever happened in my past, I spent 35 years with a man I was crazy that I was married to. And it doesn't matter <laughs> because I, I could choose to be a victim of, of that restriction, or I can look at all the things I was able to create within uh, an environment that maybe was not optimal. And all the ways I grew and the things I learned about controlling my own thinking. So you revise things in this way and you choose to see the advantage in every experience that happened. This is what I learned from business. Everything that happens is an opportunity. If you've ever been in hospitality, you know your biggest opportunity is a customer that's having a problem. I used to just wait for that when I owned a restaurant. It hardly ever happened. But when it did, I would embrace that as, oh, opportunity to pour out customer service, to be better. So you just, you just, I mean, I know I annoy some people, but guys, like at the end of the day, you have to get off your butt and, and survive. So why not get there faster by having an optimistic outlook and seeing the possibility? I love that. <laughs> so now that leads me to wrap up with my last question. And what would your best advice be for somebody who's looking to come from a positive place and to show up fully in the world of online dating? Would you say it's the attitude or um, looking for every opportunity? What would like one word... How one, word. <laughs> you know, <laughs> one piece of advice. Okay, I'll be I'll try to be uh concise. Okay, the forward to my concise statement is <laughs> <laughs> that um I was the person that I thought self-care was like the stupidest thing in the world because I definitely was a go get go getter hustler, right? But um what I would say is if you want, if you're looking for love reframe what loving yourself means and give yourself the positive emotions, the, the feelings that you have when things are working out. Allow yourself to feel all the things that you imagine you would feel if you were in love with the right person. Give that to yourself and then approach the world from a, a place of fullness, period. Yeah, I agree. I think that is probably the best advice I really have heard on this show. Once you come from that place of worthiness and loving yourself, it sounds cliche, people say it all the time, but once you emanate that love for yourself, it's, it's like the biggest attractor you can have. It is your magic wand, Michelle. <laughs> I think it is. You give it, you, you allow yourself to feel what you keep looking for externally. Yeah. And I truly believe that is the magic wand. Self-care, ladies, and I, I love getting my hair and nails and all that stuff done, but self-care is not really that. Self-care is caring enough about yourself to 
take the risk of stepping outside of those things that make you comfortable and just allowing yourself to feel good about that. Yeah. I love just, that. Yeah. Go play, go pretend, go out there and pretend you're confident. If you're not, just let yourself be the little kid that was like, remember, I mean, you, you still see them today. If you get out of the house, <laughs> the, the little girls in tutus with a crown on their head at the market, you know, go be that. I mean, what have you got to lose? Like, just go be yourself I and quit it. looking for someone else to tell you it's okay to wear the tutu or whatever you want to wear or be or do. I love it. So, yeah. So Thank you, great. Carrie. So fun to talk thank with you. you. I love it. I love it. So thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and helping us create this roadmap to revision our dating lives, really. So where can people find out more about you or follow you on social media? Um, I am Michelle Oliver on Instagram. That's my website. That's also my Facebook and LinkedIn because I'm just me. So there you go. <laughs> you're going to, you're going to get it all. And why yeah. don't you um, tell the listeners how they can join into your club on Clubhouse? Oh, thank you. So I am under the club called Second Act Sisters. There's some language for you again. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Jack Perez, who has um, this platform called Cool Life, and it's she's just wonderful. So she's meeting the needs of women in, here's another word for you that I don't like, midlife. Um, gosh, I just want to rewrite the dictionary. <laughs> I'm going to create a new dictionary. So my clubhouse room is Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. And we are discussing for the entire year how to revision your life because it doesn't start to, to your point on January 1st. It starts every moment and every day. Yeah. So come join us. Definitely. Well, I was a moderator yesterday. It was so powerful. I decided to write a podcast episode about it. So keep on inspiring others. And thank you so much for coming back on Shot at Love. Thank you so much, Carrie. And I absolutely adore what you are doing to empower people and your workshops and your training and your courses. I hope that everyone will take advantage of these because the other thing women should know is you do not do this alone. It's not fun. Right. Do it with other women who can perceive the highest and best you. That will allow you to pull yourself forward. And Carrie has that dialed in really well. So thank you so much, Carrie. Loved being here. Awesome. And we yeah, we'll, we'll talk do again. great things soon. Yes, <laughs> Keep it going. let's revise the world. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Bye. Bye. And for now, this week's Shot at Love dating tips, they're inspired by our guest, Michelle Oliver. Number one, if you want to be successful in online dating, focus on your commitment. You got to go all in. You can't dabble or approach dating half-heartedly. Commitment, focus, and follow-through will get you desired results. Number two, take inventory of your mindset and attitude. Do you find yourself talking negatively about online dating? Or do you find yourself talking positive about the outcome? 
don't forget how powerful words are. Number three, showing up consistently on these dating apps is simply repetition. Dating doesn't need to be a task that you dread doing. Make it fun. If it's fun, it will change the whole experience as well as your results. I hope you found some of my tips helpful this week. This is what Shot at Love is here for, to help you find love. Keep up the commitment to yourself and commit to helping someone else by sharing this podcast. Remember to stay safe and stay tuned for more episodes. And if you like this show, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. I'm Carrie Brett, and we'll see you next time.